Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Tom Cruise. And your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to listen to this really, really great Sans Spance radio podcast. Wow. Hey, Jack, this is the president, Sleepy Joe Biden, and you're listening to my favorite podcast in the world. Hey, fam. Angus, stop telling me about that curry you just fucked. <laughs> With my mouth. Because <laughs> um, it's time to do a Hey, Fam episode. The, the, the whole content would now be, uh, I have to eat curry. Mm-hmm. With your mouth. like uh, Kirby. Doesn't he eat curry? And yeah. And then he... Spits get... out fire. Oh, no, that's like a Smash Brothers thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. much like a Smash Brother, I've eaten uh, curry and now I'm going to spit fire out of my mouth. Yeah. For approximately two hours. Maybe even less tonight. <laughs> We're a little tired. <laughs> Exhausted. I played the worst gig ever last night. I like I did I my gigs yesterday was a, co- a corporate event that started at nine AM. What was it? Uh it was like a for a company. Protect kids? <laughs> no, unfortunately, not not, not, not a uh, re- religious not, not, not a group not the of, latest not religious. a group of men who claim to be religious and don't have children but claim to be against LGBTQI. But they can uh, also tell you where to buy um Logan children. Paul's energy drink for yeah. the best price in uh Lakemba, dude, I've, I, I like, I one, I've never seen one of those in the wild. I've, no, they're right. I mean, also, I'm not looking for them. That's you know true. what I mean? It's like if you're not looking for white cars. But so that it's not even an energy drink. No, it's a Gatorade. Yeah, essentially, it's, it's like, like a, a, it's like a flavored coconut water, isn't it? Yeah, and Brian. I saw, yeah, and they they just claim to fit in more stuff. I, I saw a video of them trying to explain it, like the guys, the internet men, the, the gods. It. The fellas, the yeah, and uh, so it's a British guy and 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 one of the and Logan Paul. Yeah, Logan Paul and um uh, <laughs> Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Logan Paul in Clive a, Owen. Yeah, <laughs> Trinch Charles. <laughs> uh, and they're like comparing it to Gatorade, and they're like, Gatorade has ten electrolytes. This one has. 30 <laughs> something like that and you're like and they're like there's actually more water in and people Gatorade. are paying like upwards of 20 dollars up for a bottle well, people are paying even more because it's selling out That's and so, so people dumb. are just like buying this energy i mean i hate those dudes but the, it's it's literally like a fable we've been taught ever since like i was a kid you know what i mean they're just like selling literal like sh- flavored water to people yeah and charging a premium it's insane it's 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 truly insane yeah yeah so yeah, I had a um a corporate gig. Corporate gig where I just played background music to maybe three hundred people in suits wow. mingling while they drank juice. Where at? Oh you can't say, obviously. Oh, I was in, in like Coogee. No, I mean like was it a business? Like, no, it was, got... it was like a big business. They they, they lot, like, like a breakfast they like provide many services for businesses. <laughs> so it was like all these different clients. McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, it was they, McDonald's, they, they yeah. provide Wi Fi. <laughs> sausage and egg muffins. Yeah, lunch, breakfast, dinner. Uh, napkins oh man i got a lot of uh i watched a lot of mcdonald's training videos this week yeah that was you spent an, an entire night last week just watching well my entire what it was feed, fast food well yeah well your entire my entire feed yourself and your wife included were all at um patty harrison the uh, best fucking gig holy shit she was so good well you say that but you went at my house <laughs> where i watched maybe 10 uh 10 to 12 corporate training videos from the late 80s early 90s both uh u.s and australian so uh a lot of pizza hut a lot of mcdonald's a lot of australian a lot of i learned a lot about the ambience you have to create when you're opening mcdonald's at 6 a.m oh the wow flowers that are placed around the store they don't do this stuff anymore the, the newspapers you're offering people the the endless coffee it was really cool <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a good night it was really fun it was quite soothing uh, you would have loved Fatty Harrison. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I forgot it was on. Yep. And then I was like, uh, I don't know. I just didn't go. It was one I of the... I didn't have to explain myself. 
I feel like when I, when we went and saw Tim Heidecker do that kind of like I guess you would call it like anti comedy, comedy where yeah. he's playing a character. So his character is someone telling like he's hack, your LA hack material. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. your like hacky LA open mic. Guy. And Harrison. it's like kind of destroyed comedy for me when I saw it ten years ago because you're just yeah. kind of like, oh, it's a like you know deconstruction of everyone's job that's doing this, and it's just way funnier because like it is like it can like you know the, like most things in life. There are few, fewer good comedians, and there are good comedians, like bad comedians. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like films, music. I think there's a lot of bad stuff compared to the good stuff. So Patty Harrison came out. Um, I don't know if everyone knows, it's aware of who she is. She has some of the best lines in uh, the second season of I think you should leave, and, and the, the first, and the first, but especially the second. I feel like she has like so many of the my favorite moments. Um, the the peanuts parade girl. Yeah. Charlie Brown. Charlie shit. Brown. Uh, and. Uh, the uh, and popcorn school. and a driving school one with Freddy yeah, Krueger. Krueger. God damn, bangers. Uh, anyway, the uh, she comes out and um, she starts talking about like that she's trying to create a safe space and that um, you know after some shows in the UK, you know she just really wants to make sure that you know people know what they're about to see and that everyone has different life experiences and she doesn't want to trigger anybody and everyone's taking this like dead seriously. And I'm like, fuck, I, I'm at, You're like, is at, it serious at or is some it, point is she's going to, and she just kept it straight for so long. Really? And then she like, anyway, I made a slideshow and then straight away the slideshow is like, it's like, you like, you're like, oh, it's, it's, it's like, you know, pe- people smiling and holding hands yeah, on the corporate ground. Shit. Corporate shit. Like the gig you play. And, and it was like, oh, 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 like, oh, maybe this is funny. And then, then she starts, well, as she's doing the, the like trigger warning for everything that's going to be, the content warning for what's going to be in her show. These like sound effects start playing, so like gunshots, cars screeching, animal noises, um, all kinds of things. And she's like, "Oh, um, and I want to thank you, thanks so much to my sponsor, Noise Barn, for sponsoring uh, my set today. Uh, of course, you know Noise Barn; they're the best place to get like sound effects on the internet. Anyway, this thing goes for ten minutes the entire time, just this increasing, stupid, loud, obnoxious sound effects. It is going over the top of her or underneath her, kind of." saying all these things that are going to be in in the show that people might want to look out for it was fucking great that stops then she starts talking about like oh you know it's it's really okay for um i, I just want to you know I've, I've been going to therapy a lot and i've been like it's really okay to like love yourself and take time for yourself and people forgot that like oh she's gonna pull the rug up from under you again and they were like yeah yeah and then suddenly she turned it was just it was the, the, about half the crowd wouldn't, had no idea. What, They're probably too confused. They're to like, laugh if I at, laugh, am I not an great. ally anymore? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, well, there's the show. You don't have to. No, no, that was that was just the first. 10 no, minutes. I mean that's our show now. You just talk about the set you saw. Yeah, no, I, was, I, I feel like it's rare that we talk about stand-up comedy because I well, they don't it. like it. I largely hate it. They don't like it. People get really comment comedians. My friend actually wrote a story once on Hannibal Buress, and they con- that he's like. Don't talk about my set. Like I, I make money for this. Like don't ruin my jokes. Shit. Well, I'm sorry, so now I'm you're not an ally. Yeah. You're ruining. Yeah, ruin, yeah. it's a real the, the cabal will come. The, the funny cabal will come after you. They're, no, my friends are journal, and they were like, "Oh, Hannibal did this," and he's like, literally contacted them the next day, like sort out their email. This is like a Sydney put, and he's like, "Hey, don't ever do that. It's really not cool. Like this is like my seat, my show. Like, but on the other hand, <laughs> but the rest, the rest of it was also really good. yeah. Was well, a, speaking of funny sound effects, I had to. I was asked to chair a meeting this week. Uh, at work, my my, my place, place of employment, and as you know, I've been having a little fun with AI, so I could have done it really easily and just. It's like one of the best sentences I've heard in a while. <laughs> it's how uh, it's my it's my origin story. Yeah. Been, been having a little fun with our AI. <laughs> well, and that's how we created having a little fun with yeah. Uh, and so rather than me chair the meeting, I've been I, having a little fun with AI. Levens, you're not needed on the show anymore. <laughs> this is yeah no, we're not even this this thing's not even on. <laughs> it's already out there. Uh, the episode yeah. So I I, I um. Try to make it. Look, I made it look seamless, but I was helped out by a few friends of mine, uh, namely Mark Wahlberg, Tom Cruise, and Sleepy Joe. <laughs> the gang. Uh, it, it, and I did no talking, despite being the MC uh, that linked everything. I, I felt like Fred again. <laughs> Funny stuff. I was just laptop hooked in, <laughs> kept throwing to me. I was just hitting that, pretending. I was just like, that's great. Yeah, I had Donald about? Trump doing the Welcome to Country, and then I just pulled that at the minute. I was like, I better not. <laughs> <laughs> don't spoil your own material man well it's not out have to, there you have to email yourself i'm not it's not out there i i pulled it i, I read the room 
That that is good stuff though. Yeah, but that the door I sent it to a group chat. I was like, "Hey, have you ever wondered how that would sound?" <laughs> Stop wondering. And it might sound a little. I was making bit a lot like of. This. I feel like a Tonight Show host. I was making a lot of topical jokes about. Uh, Sorry, I can't be there right now. I think I'm being arrested today. <laughs> Donald Trump wished everyone. Uh, oh, that's right. At the end of these meetings, we have we we read out a collective at the end of the month. Everyone's birthday. It's been. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anyone got it. I couldn't really gauge from the Zoom, but before Donald came out. Uh, the opening chords of Tiny Dancer were playing. I was like, because I had music behind everyone. Every time Mark spoke, I had good vibrations, but I played 20 seconds of it <laughs> at full volume and fade down. Um, they brought back that series, the J Awards. No, the J Files. And then I had all these riffs. Like, I hope the first one is uh, For the People, my seminal record. <laughs> Great. With my, with my rap outfit, The Funky Bunch. It was a lot of good bits. I was like, damn, I wish Levens was here. <laughs> Um, I like, wish one person that would appreciate this. It was for you. It was yeah, seriously great. for you. Yeah. Um, Sky me I'll upload it. Maybe when Levens is in Japan, that can be an episode. The, Perfect. The, 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 that, that's the Patreon. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, the station meeting. Um, I, I, maybe I have it on my phone. <laughs> Save it for PayFan tonight. Yeah, well. So I, I, I began my day in the eastern suburbs playing to a corporate crowd, came back here, picked the kids up, all that kind of stuff, cooked dinner. Then I had to go back to the eastern suburbs. Cooking? Cooked a, a taco bowl. Oh, hell yeah. It's a bit of brown rice, black beans, Not to be said, Taco Bell. No. Which there is now several in Sydney. Yeah, they're pretty Fun shit, right eh? near my work. They're dog shit. Like, legitimately looks like they're putting dog shit on those tacos. Oh, 100%. That Someone I work goop. with went How do you make, one how do you make from mince my that consistency? It's not mince, it's Chief. Not, yeah. I, I watch a lot of training videos while you're at the comedy show. <laughs> Notice I'm not sharing uh, corporate espionage secrets I'm following. Um, someone went there the other day who I work with. And they were like, they, it's weird. It's, it's, I guess it's like a modernized Taco Bell, uh, in that, um, you don't actually talk to anyone. You walk in, you type in on a screen what you order, yep. but they ask for your first name and surname. And you're like, what are they doing with this? <laughs> like that, that, that's first name I get, I get, first of all, I get getting a number. I'm fine. I know people, yeah. you know, people are like, we're not computers. We have names, but I'm like, I, you know, for an anonymity. Yep. I'm happy with a number. Absolutely. Especially if it's either 182, 007, or 69. Yeah. The, the, the golden trio of great numbers. The holy Trinity. <laughs> holy Trinity. Uh, but no, not just first name, but surname. Excessive. Well, I would put first name Taco, last name Bell. Yeah, that's really good. See what happens. And it's called Taco Bell, and you're like, that's Mr. Bell <laughs> to you. Uh, yeah, I haven't gone. I have absolutely zero interest. It's like around the corner there. from your work. Yeah. I took the kids there It's once. next to a Mad Max. It's like funny. What, what, like it's like picking fucking. <laughs> yeah, I would pick <laughs> the two Mad worst dudes to hang Bell, with. My curiosity would be Taco Bell now because it's been like twenty years. Yep. But uh, curiosity killed the al gato. And then they put it's it. Cat. Then they put it into the taco mints. Yeah, exactly. That, well, I, I know what el gato means. I've seen the most recent uh, uh, Puss in Boots. Oh, see, I haven't. Yeah. I don't. I yeah. I've. Uh, I will watch it. It's good. It's a good movie. I keep hearing. Um, but yeah, then last night I, I DJ'd at Bondi, another eastern suburb. Another yeah, it was just a lot, a lot of driving. Some would of, say miles th- the most eastern suburb. The is east most east. Yeah. No, I'm not talking geographically. I mean, oh, like, like culturally. Yeah, yeah, like vibey. Yeah, there was no vibes. Yeah, which it yeah, was brutal. The most eastern of suburbs. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I'm exhausted today. But yeah. I spent most of today watching John Wick Four. I mean, that rule. Three hours of my day. Uh, and so it jealous. was a good three hours. Yeah. I know I, w- I went into, I mentioned in the past, like, I just don't understand why that why that movie needs to. It's like two hours, 40 something minutes. Uh, yes. I've we, we, felt this is the, where you and I uh, stand Well, no, apart. look, I'm fine with, it, with, it, with a movie being three hours if it when spends When it uses that, it well. Exactly. Like, you know. Like, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Or Boogie Nights. Yeah. Um, look, like, look at us. We're both talking about yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, essentially movies, movies set exclusively all, all in California, yeah, exactly. set in the 60s and 70s. That's all you got, guys. <laughs> if you're setting outside of that, you need to clear it with this podcast. But like, I guess I would compare John Wick to the Batman, for example. I thought the sure. Batman did not need to be three hours long. I didn't like that final act. Yeah. It just, I just wanted the movie to end yeah. while I still liked it. Mm. And it didn't. Damn. Um, but the uh, John Wick two, John Wick 1 and 2, I watched the, all three of them, I think, in the same week. Very easy I, this, to do. John Wick 4 was my first one I actually saw on the big screen. I've never seen one at the cinema. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I love 1 and 2. 3, I just felt like it did that thing that a lot of big blockbusters do. And I wouldn't really count John Wick in that like ilk of blockbusters, even though it is one. But, you know, it's very stunt re- reliant as opposed to like CGI heavy stuff. Yeah. But it did that thing that a lot of blockbusters do where... 
all the acts feel very separate. Like it's just like each each sequences. act, each act or sequence, it's I guess, introduces series of introduces yeah. whole new characters, motives. Like you know the whole Halle Berry stuff and then mm. desert. Like it just like it does feel feels so disconnected from the rest of the movie. Well, the opening movie like is amazing. He's on the horse. Yeah, he's in the library killing someone with a book, and you're like, "This is sick." And then the desert and stuff. It, I remember the desert lost me a bit. It drags. It. Yeah. The movie drags, and then it ends on a like, "Oh shit!" kind of cliffhanger. Um, so not not a very satisfying. I'm gonna rewatch three this week. Or, if, I'm gonna go see four on Monday. Yeah, so it. I'm glad I I I, I kind of skimmed through three. Um, yesterday before checking out for today because it just said immediately after, right? Like essentially, uh, no, it's it, it, three said immediately after. Yeah, two. this this is like like it's st- it follows on from what happens at the end of three. Two, I love the second half. The first half, not a huge fan of. Okay, yeah, first half he goes to Italy and like Ruby Rose is there doing sign language. Oh, that's right, that's not great, is and it? And you're just like, what is this? But yeah. then it gets really cool when he goes to the king of the Bowery and asks to like, you know, he hangs out with Morpheus. Of course, and like, the best. Fucking yeah, yeah. gangs all here. Yeah. Uh, he's in. He's can in you his... can you spoil something for me about four? Is Joey Pants in it? Unfortunately, not. You just need to get Joey Pants, and we're getting yep. so much closer to that Nebuchadnezzar crew. You know, um, there's some like there's no massive names. Don, um, uh, what's his name? Donnie Yuan. Yeah, uh, he, he's Donnie Yen. He's Donnie great. Yen. Yeah, there's a silent U. That's fun. Is it? Yeah. Is it Y U E N? Is that it's just W? It's just Y E N. Is it? I guess I'll throw you in his <laughs> so name. You're just throwing in. I, I'm actually making it silent because yeah. it's just Donnie Yen. Um, <laughs> that's great. Just overcomplicating people's names He's for my like own benefit. One of one of the top three homies in Rogue One. I found. Of course, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love him in that. Cheer it. He's what's, so what's good. What's the shit he says? The force is with me, and I'm one with the force. force. He's fucking amazing. In so this, is he in this uh, a villain? He is uh, our adversary. He's like a, a friend, I guess. Yeah, I mean, in uh, this world, who is your assassin, friend? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, remember the first one? Like, uh, Willem Dafoe is like friend or foe. Yeah, and then there was this fucking. I don't, I don't recognize this guy. He was so good. He plays someone called Mister Nobody in this one, and he's like a Kurt sniper. <laughs> yeah, I know. It reminded me of that, or, or um, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, who was literally in a movie called. Nobody. Oh yes, yeah, so I haven't seen that. Good movie. Yeah, they're making a sequel apparently. Um, in fact, there were moments of this movie that reminded me of, of Nobody. Sure. Um, and it's the same producers, right? Oh, right. Cool. Um, again, another very stunt-reliant revenge movie, the, essentially. The, the yeah. fact that the first John Wick movie was as big as it was is, like, incredible. Like, that was going to be... Uh, up until two weeks before it was released, it, was, it still didn't have a distributor, I was reading. It was going to go straight to DVD. Yep. Um, it had a different name called Scorn, and Keanu could never remember it, so he just kept calling it John Wick in interviews. That and rolls. basically, it became called John Wick because he couldn't remember the like generic title, and like as if these movies could be called anything else. So, um, this movie is like easily the biggest yep. in scope of all of the John Wicks so far. I've heard it compared to uh, like Fury Road in terms of like. You're sitting there and it's just kind of like masterclass it, it in action. It is so focused. Yes. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you get these big, crazy action scenes. The, when it first starts, I was like, oh, I remember it being tighter than this. Fuck me dead. It gets so tight. I saw a tweet. Like, now tell me if this is true. A guy said there's one sequence. He wasn't bored, but he checked his watch at the start of it. When the sequence ended, 38 minutes had passed. And he's like, that's longer than the Strokes debut album. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. and it was uh, Entirely true. I know exactly what he's talking about. Sick. too. it's like the big... The big, like, you know, last struggle of, of John Wick. Um, I'm so in, excited, in the, in dude. I got goosebumps. And, dude, I'll, I'm not... I'll, 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 like, just light, not not spoilers for yeah, any yeah. plot points, but things that are included in this movie. Uh, there is a fight sequence, because a lot of it is set in Paris. Cool. And there is a fight sequence in the traffic Wicks surrounding Arc de Triomphe. Yeah. You know, that like yeah, circular, yeah, yeah. Like, like the worst place to be in a car ever. I yeah. fucking hate it whenever I'm, I've been in there a couple of times. Whenever just, you and I are in Paris, yeah, we yeah, hate in getting get, stuck in, in Paris. When we're trying to go um, to Taco Bell in Paris. But no, like the, the couple of times I've been in Paris and like just even being in a cab doing that, I'm just, it doesn't make any sense to me, like physics wise, I hate it. But to have this like heightened, already terrifying traffic scenario and you're setting an action scene there. It, it, like, I, it's the upper echelon of, of oh, action scenes. Wait. Like, yeah, I put it up I put it up there with everything that I loved about RRR and Top yeah. Gun last I'm year. I'm so pumped, dude. Um, yeah, it's so good. The performances are awesome. Absolute surprise MVP. A couple of them. Yeah. Um, uh, one of them... Um, Clancy Brown? Oh, yeah. Is he in the fat suit in it or something? So Clancy Brown is like... No, he's, oh, no, just, he's, he's in the Mandalorian. Big, big, he's like, big he's old great. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he plays he, the like guy with horns in that Mandalorian episode. Oh, classic. Well, in this one, he's he, a voice actor. Yeah, for a lot of stuff. Yeah, in Star Wars as so well. Much shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he was a voice in the Venture Brothers as well. Oh wow, yeah, he's um, great. He's just yeah. like a big dude. But he, um, he looks like Hellboy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and he um he just plays like a like a like a guy that's on like the high table. Yeah. 
um, and he's amazing in this. But my absolute MVP is this guy called Scott Adkins. Oh yeah, who's like a, I guess he's like a martial artist, stunt performer, who, come actor. Yeah. Um, and I know that he did stunt work in. I know Keanu gives him so much love and respect. In interviews, he called him recently like the greatest kung. The song was like, "You've worked with kung fu masters." Who's the guy that trained them in Matrix again? Uh, the guy who did yeah, Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So like him, him, and he's like, "Oh, you're forgetting one, Scott Atkins." He yeah. mentioned like these oh, cool. Chinese names, like Hong Kong names, and then he's like, "But also Scott Atkins." But he so like I, shouted him out recently. I watched an interview with the director of John, of John Wick, Chad, Chad, Chad Big Chad, and- who plays. Trinity's husband yes. Chad yep. in Matrix Resurrections, um, who was also his stunt coordinator. Exactly, and, he, the and, Matrix he, and he has such respect for stunt performers. Like he talks, so the interview I watched, it's, the most it's like, like fifteen minutes long. Represented, like he mentions, Keanu, he talks about Keanu and the other actors for maybe a minute. Yeah, the it's rest all about of it, the stunt people. He just talks about how cool, how much he loves the stunt people, especially Scott Atkins. That's so sick. he was talking the whole every John Wick movie. He's tried to put him in in a talking part, and Scott's like, "I need you to come on, next one, next one." He didn't, couldn't make it in two, couldn't make it happen for three, and then Scott was like, "If you make a four, and he's like, "There's no way we're gonna make a four. Three then, just then made was so like, much money. And they're like, "We're making a four, okay." I'm going to put you in it, but it's going to be a, a, a lot more different to what you're expecting because he's a really attractive dude, right? Like, you know, super built physically, yeah, yeah, like yeah. handsome face, you know, great hair. See the one in the fat suit? He's in a fat yeah. suit. That I see the poster. It makes Colin Farrell's penguin look like absolute shit. And I'm like, this is what the penguin should have been instead. There's a sequence in, I think my favorite sequence is in Berlin. Um, and uh, like just all kinds it's of. It's funny crazy that the John happen. Wick movies are now like the Bond movies, where you just globe trot. Dude, so and... much better than Bond movies. Oh no, but I mean, yeah. like you know how like you, the, one of the Bond movies like tropes are like globe trotting. But he just plays like this like Eastern European like crime lord with he's a huge hulking the whale. Like, but like no, no, he's in like he's really really strong. Yeah, but just in also like big, and he's got. Three his fr- three front teeth are gold. Let's see. And he's like, he goes, oh, the Baba Yaga. Like when he went, and he just chews the fuck out of the scenery. And it's the only extended scene where the three male, the three main leads are in it as well. And he out outshines all of them. Tired. He is so fucking good. His fight with John Wick is like that for me is like pinnacle. God, I mean, even though like. The Arctic Triumph is probably like the best scene in the movie. Yeah, that just uh, that was my favorite. The, the, I'm so pumped. It's so good. Are, are you going to see it like tomorrow night or something? Um, no, I'm seeing Mimi in the bathroom tomorrow. The Indie Sleaze doco. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Saturday I can't. I got a fiftieth. You'll get there. Sunday I got a. I, yeah, I felt. I felt I'm going really Monday. Guilty. I felt really guilty seeing it without you. Like, no, that's fine. No, I, I don't know. I, just, I like, wish we could talk about we're, it. I'm on a deep dive like crazy next week. But yeah, next week we'll do a week because I've been rewatching them all. Yeah, I, I, I could definitely. I, now I'm like, oh, I probably, I'll probably say this again. I'll probably take B because B. Like, oh, there's, there's one moment in this that I know she will hate so fucking much. It's like, you know, it's like mostly goofy violence. Yeah, none of that like slow, painful violence yeah, yeah, for yeah. the most part. There is one self-inflicted, super slow, painful moment where I'm just like, fuck. Oh, really? Yeah, but yeah, really great performances. Like for the most part, good writing. Could be a Marvel um, movie too because the first movie, his wife dies, and that. <laughs> It spurs him Dude, on. He, John Wick is the ultimate wife guy, though. Oh, he is. He's yeah, the, he's the yeah, biggest yeah. wife. He's a simp. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, when I was watching the first one, like, last he week... He pretty much put... The, yeah, he, he pretty much is just... Yeah, I watched the first guy. one again last week, and I'm like, his house is hilarious, because he goes... Like, he, I think it's destroyed now. I think it gets destroyed in two. Two, yeah. Um, See, I love that shit. Yeah, that shit's tight. But in the first one, he's there. I need to rewatch one and two to work out my ranking, because I'm pretty sure I'd put four after one, and then... But maybe Watch I love two. Lightning in a bottle, isn't yeah. it? Like, it was never... Like... But then the 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 when the law works, it's so fucking good. Yeah, all the hotel shit. The and hotel went, stuff's great. The they went way too deep with it. That dude but in the then, desert, I found weird as hell. I know, but they 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 revisit it in this, and I they make me like it more. That's good. I like a as you know, a franchise can like chip away at an idea if they don't nail it the first mm-hmm. time. Star Wars does this always. Like you think of the first, like dude, and we're going to talk about Mandalorians is episode four, and I, I, I really like. I know this is going to be one where you're like, I love that episode. I fucking hate you hated that it. Episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know why I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 this is like that. Star Wars, yeah, to to very ups and downs. Whenever they revisit ideas, I didn't like. This one was like, this was oh, this revisit. Well, let's just talk about it, Mando. Uh, I watched it very late last night because I had a movie screening that I hosted. Look, obviously, I'm stoked that Ahmed Best gets a a, so a, a role in, in this. Um, oh yeah, spoilers! Although, spoilers, Ahmed. Be- well, I mean, it's not like Jar does in it. It's just, no, yeah. but yeah. Oh, it, it is no, a canon character, though, isn't it? It's his, yeah, yeah, the yeah, game yeah. show guy. Yeah, yeah. Keller and Beck. 
Um, but I thought that entire sequence, and I hate that it's my boy Carl Weathers behind the camera for this one. Yeah. Although, like, how much of it actually? It, it's still shot within the style of every other episode. Of the yeah, but that's like, like TV shows. TV yeah, shows yeah. have a look. They're like you shoot a show. Yeah, like but you this. can tell a Ryan Johnson episode of Breaking Bad. You know? That's Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Like, he's not Carl Weathers. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> um, How dare you compare Ryan Johnson? But that whole flashback sequence of Grogu, I was like, oh, that this could be good. It felt like like what you watch before going on Star Tours in D- at Disneyland. Oh, really? See, it was me. like hitting for me. I don't know. Coruscant. Yeah. I was just, of course it was hitting for you. There's yeah, like, it was it's like, like rubbing that part of my like, brain. You, that part of your dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my brain. <laughs> While you slept. Yeah. See, man, like... Fuck, was I giving should be you sick that. of seeing Order 66 by now. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, just keep showing it to me. Tamira Morrison. Kill those as, Jedi. As a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I was just, and finally, get, like, this is like the big nerdy part, but physical clone troopers, because in the prequel trilogy, they're all CG. Ah, just seeing okay. them in suits, uh, men in costumes, you're just like, oh, they're just normal men. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, I, I felt that was like, you know, Star Wars doesn't do a lot of fourth wall breaking. Um. I find it doesn't really reference the times. It's referencing like all times. Yep. But that was one of the most like overt fourth wall moments. But, you know, if you follow Ahmed Best's trajectory, you know, he basically was like suicidal for 15 years. Oh, I'm all for the Ahmed Best. Yeah. I just thought it was like so beautiful because for years people been being like, who do you think saved him? Do you think it was Obi-Wan? Like using all these like big name characters because like we never saw how Grogu was saved. Mm. And it was just so nice that it's like, the man who saved is responsible for like, like you could put Grogu and Jar Jar on the same chart and they're at the opposite ends of popularity. Jar Jar is like the most hated character. People have called him like, you know, the reason Star Wars was ruined. Grogu is like essentially given Star Wars a second wind. Like his very existence has like, he's so popular. Kids who don't, people don't even watch Star Wars know baby Yoda. And to have like the guy who portrayed the most, you know, hated character, someone I've always batted for, as you know, if you yep. step into my office. Um, but I just thought that was like a very, I, I felt I was very touched by that. I saw that great image that someone doctored of the, of the most second, most recent episode, episode three, where the two, um, people in Coruscant are, are eating the, the weird oh, yeah. lollipops, but they're the, um, I just realized I was talking to my water bottle. No, so I, was, I was echoey for a while. Hello. Um, we got effects. They changed it so it was, uh, they had those. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Jar Jar, Jar, Jar Pops Binks that I have. Pops, and I have yeah. two of them, so yeah. we can recreate that. With the lollipops still yeah. in it? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, eBay, baby. What it tastes like? Yeah. Um, I'm sure it tastes really good. I love watching YouTube of people being like, let's eat 25 year old cereal. We're drinking uh, uh, that famous Pepsi Crystal, remember the clear Pepsi? Yeah, yeah. And the guy drinks and he starts like vomiting. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, like, oh, it's like oh god, oh, oh, oh. it's one of the old timers. Oh, it's my favorite kind of. Like, shit. I still see that screenshot as a meme. Like, uh, you know, just him with like it pouring out of every. He's like the the bitch in The Incredibles, the daughter. You know, when she like spits milk everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like that energy. Of course, the bitch in The Incredibles. Was it Miss Beer? <laughs> Be- uh, no, man. Obviously, I was there for that, and I liked that it mirrored. Um, there's something about that armorer because you get Din's flashback when My she's building him. Movie. She's like dinging whatever away, and he has a flashback in season one when she's building his like chrome outfit. Yep. And he's like has a flashback to him being rescued. Yeah. As a kid, so I don't do know. Man, do you reckon they'll have the balls to put Grogu in a in a helmet for the? Yeah, I think that's gonna be like the closing shot of the season. And then I- he has an entire season wearing a helmet. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to have like ear holes. I think he's going to have this like Mando helmet. Because my prediction is that Bo-Katan goes full Mando now. Yeah, she's and, gonna, and, she's and I reckon she's going to usurp the gold, the gold bitch. Um, yes, I think she's going to be... Well, she's got what she wanted. She wanted a family. She's been like... But uh, I think she's going to be like, I saw this fucking creature. I'm, I'm, 100%. I'm more Mando than you yeah, are. Yeah, I think she's going to be and the Mandalore. Like I, the, I, the think, I think she's going to shun... Um, her away, the armor. No, uh, oh, Din. Din. No, I think they like each other. No, but I think he's gonna break a, a Mando code. And it's gonna break her heart, but she's gonna need to like. Th- yeah, either she's gonna go like I'm gonna follow this because I saw that Mythosaur. Now I fucking like the unbeliever is the believer, or yeah, her and Din. I think might be like, hey, kind of what I hoped happened in Episode Nine, where they're like, let's have a new Jedi. I, that was kind of my hope, where it's like you kind of gray, like you can't be black or white. Where they're kind of like. A new new era of Mandalorian where we're new Mandalores and we don't do this and we I don't know, but Bo-Katan rules. I'm so glad she's like a big part of this season. Um, Katie Sackhoff's tight. I love her. Yeah, she's so good. In this. Such a good character and a really good like 
person for Din to bounce off. Like he doesn't like he's always got Grogu, but you can't really talk to that person. Yeah. And it's nice to have someone who's a Mandalorian to chat to, but has like differing views. Yeah. I, overall, I thought the episode was like goofy as shit, and I can very handle goofy, a bit of goofy yeah. stuff. But like, yeah, that. I hate is a strong one. I definitely didn't hate it. I was thoroughly entertained. Yeah, I was very I, entertained. But I thought it was real stupid. Yeah, Star Wars is very yeah. stupid. Especially, yeah. like, my favorite part was when those, like, birds walked off at the end. Yeah. I love that. That's, like, Star Wars to me. Just, like, big, goofy monsters. Yeah, and yeah. Like, now we've got these. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, this is the way. Yeah, no, very into it. Um, it reminded me a lot of just, like, goofy Indiana Jones shit. Like, getting the bird's nest. Like, goofy as hell. Yeah. Uh, I bet I'm, you know, Star Wars can be goofy. It can be Andor as well. That's what I love about it. Yeah. We were halfway there. I'm like, what the fuck's going to happen? I, I liked that last episode where it was like Andor light. The, yeah. We uh, needed that. Yeah. We needed to, as like audience, we need to know what was going on in the greater universe. Yeah. That shit's going to be coming back. Like we have not seen the end of those. People. Oh, no, of course not. Yeah. 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 I, I'm I, very curious as to what happens next. I have like, it's funny because like he's done all of his goals as far as we're aware. Yeah, that's why I reckon there's going to be like a, a, a split between him and Bo-Katan. Yeah. <sighs> she's going to be riding that mythosaur, not him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <coughs> she deserves it. And she's going to get the saber back, I reckon, too. 100%. He can't use it. She has to he can't it use it. Oh, he's dog shit at it. Yeah. It's great because even though he is apparently the titular Mandalorian, he's he's really not that good at it. <laughs> he's, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, enjoying that season so far. Very fun. Yeah, I, 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 I'm liking it more than what I liked season two. I find. Hey, uh, who's at the door? Oh, Donald Trump. Oh, hey, Don, come on in here. Uh, glad to see you weren't arrested because we needed someone to throw to these ads. And now a word from our really, really great sponsors. Trust me, I know a lot about good deals, folks, and this is a great deal. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thanks, Donnie. Uh, Mando, you know what? I've been watching a lot lately. I watched uh, Swarm, the entirety of that new series, the Donald Glover. Don- yeah, so I, well, I, haven't, I haven't really looked into this. I just know it was like, it's on Prime, right? And So he signed a deal, remember like before um, that wacky... season three of Atlanta came out. Oh, right. So this is like, I thought it was like when you meant like when he did that weird uh, like mini movie No, before with season Brianna. three signed like a... Do you remember that weird oh, yeah, tropical what's it called? island? Like some, something, uh, something island? Guava Beach or something? Guava <laughs> Island? <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah, we're on something. <laughs> Sounds like a Mario Kart course. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, he he's now like a, he's now like solely with Amazon now. Like they basically were like you can develop whatever you want here. So the first thing is Swarm, <laughs> and he he did it with a, another woman whose name is Casey, but she came on as a writer for three and four of okay. uh, Atlanta. She's written plays and dumb shit like that, but she's a, they're like, you know, not TV. TV, you have to like go to a building and watch people do it. Um, no, she's cool. But uh, I think it's like Janet Nabeen. But is, is, it, name. is it like a uh, horror? I mean, kind of, but it's like saying like 
some episodes of Atlanta were horror. Like, well, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it like feels... A, like, dark. No, it feels like the standalone episodes from season three. It's okay, like, cool. It, imagine if one of them, that a network was like, we're going to give you that... We're treating that as a backdoor pilot. Oh, so it's not like a, a montage of different stories. It's one ongoing... Yeah, it's story. one ongoing story. Okay. So... It's very funny because, as you know, he has a like relationship with Beyonce. They're both in The Lion King. Yeah. Speaking of The Mandalorian, <laughs> they both worked with the volume <laughs> years before uh, Baby Yoda even, you know, was w- w- was a puppet mm-hmm. hopping around. Uh, so it's about this fictional singer, multi-platform artist called Nija, complete with a apostrophe in her name, mm-hmm. who has a rap mogul husband. <laughs> Who releases, it's set in 2016, who surprise releases a visual album called Festival with this like amazing Oh man, visual. Re- wow, crazy. It's a, and it's about this mega fan who, she's part of the hive, the swarm. Jeez, right. So it's not subtle. Uh, she has an elevator incident. <laughs> she gets bitten. So everything that's happened, it's basically Beyonce. And it's this woman who, there's a bit of Barry to it. She basically is like looking at comments. Something happens, but it like sets her off. I won't say what in case you watch it. But she starts like looking at tweet replies. She runs like a fan account and people are just like, you know, MAGA white feminists, like fuck this fake fem- feminism from Nyjah. She will like track <coughs> them down and kill them. Yeah, right. And it's set over like two years. It's set between 2016, 2018. And she's like mega fan. She's like, whoa. And they made it because they were like, we never see black women in like the anti-hero taxi driver joker role. It's always, they're always doctors or lawyers, black women in media. Yeah, for sure. He, they're like, we're, he saw a tweet he said that was like a woman being like, how come like black guys get to be all these like twisted characters you kind of root for, like Patrick Bayon, but also you how hate How come white guys get to be Angus's favorite character? Yeah, why do they, <laughs> why, why, why do white guys get to be the only people who Sigma male grinds it, who commit to the Sigma male grinds it? Uh, so they made it for this like <laughs> how come how come uh, teenagers teenage boys in India never make memes about black women <laughs> how come there's no uh, Indian black woman lawyer character no Indian Amanda Waller on TikTok <laughs> but that was, yeah someone was like why is it always like why do they get all the fun so it's like basically like she plays a role that's like reserved for twisted white dudes that's who's sick. like this mega fan and you're kind of like yeah but then you're also like oh don't do that to that person <laughs> uh, but it has like some crazy cameos like Billie Eilish is in it she doesn't play Billie Eilish it's like her first acting role she's really good right uh cool. in this episode where she's like they're in um what festivals in Austin City Limits maybe or South by Southwest no I think it's like Austin it's, it's somewhere one of, it's not but she goes basically she's like Bonnaroo yeah she's the, the uh the Niger's performing okay, at Bonnaroo but um and she stays with this like convert and they're like all women Look very white, Billie Eilish, and she's like, you know, she runs her own. It's like it. She has a cult and stuff. Uh, Paris Jackson's in it. Michael Jackson's daughter, even though, and she's like white skinned, but she says in it, she's a stripper, and her name's Halsey because Halsey has a black granddad. <laughs> she's like, I'm black, and it becomes like a joke. But no, it feels very. Stephen Glover writes a lot of it, directs yep. it. Donald Glover does. It feels like a very natural extension of season three of Atlanta. Obviously, more gory. But it's about the music industry and it feels like Jordan Peele, Donald Glover. I yeah, think it's fine. like not as... Um, I think people are being like... Hiro Morai directed it? No. 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 Sure. no. Um, but yeah, it's it's cool. I watched it for work, but it was like very easy to watch. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll I was really it, into sure. it. Yeah, it look, it's shot on film as well. Hmm. Um, and it's one of those ones where you know... How many millimeters? It. I think this is... Uh, I'm going to have to pull out the protractor. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Check I, out I, the I circumference. Of yeah, no, uh, it looks it looks gorgeous. It looks better than Atlanta, I think. Cool. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's like real grubby. Yeah, I'll never get to it. Kind of like grindhouse in parts with the film aspect. It looks sick. Sigma grindhouse-y. Yeah. What, man, I, mean, what, I saw Pearl the other day. I watched X. On the, big, on the big screen, right? Went to the big screen. Um, uh, this, the Chinema. That's that's cool as shit. Were yeah. They, which, per- which do you prefer, Pearl or X? I liked Pearl. And that's the prequel? Yeah. I know a lot of people were disappointed by X, but then but they love what's her name, the girl who plays Mia Goth. Mia Great Goth name. Yeah. One of the, one of the best names of this year. Yeah. I think. A pity she's a woman because she could be up for guy of the that's year. What, that's what like Ahmed that. Best said after a year of uh feeling sad about Ahmed Best is such a good name. Yeah, but Mia Goth. Mia well, Goth. It would be Misa Goth, wouldn't it? Misa Goth, yeah. But Ahmed Best is some, that's a great name. Yeah. Uh I just can't seem to get my Ahmed Best. <laughs> I made that bitch famous. Uh yeah, well, th- th- that's kind of all I've been watching. And Succession. Dude, that's what I was waiting for you to get to. You've, yeah. So you've seen the first episode of season four. Because I'm a psycho, I rewatched season three this week. 
That's so good. Like nine hours or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like I normally wouldn't, but being the last season, I'm kind of bummed I didn't watch one to three because I like that would have been the ultimate rerun. But as we know with that show, it's also 30 hours. The things happen like in season one that only came up again in season three. Like that, you know how they don't drop stuff? Yeah, of course. Like the yeah, boat. Yeah harassment you know how that's like a plot in season one and it becomes like the driving force of season two and three like and basically like nothing really new has been introduced to the show um except like gojo that streaming service yeah other than that it's all stuff that's kind of still been happening within the first few seasons so i was like i'm gonna watch three again just to like you know in case because you, you know how, you don't know where you're going to go with Succession. Like, the wildest shit happens. I wonder if, if Adrian Brody's character is going to come back. In I don't season. think so. He was yeah. just, I think, like, asshole one-off investor just to give us, like, a a taste of, like, the type of oh, dipshit. The, the, the villain, the actual villain in John Wick 4 is a Skarsgård as well. Bill Skarsgård, right? Skarsgård. Yeah, who he plays is a French a guy. Not a, not a convincing uh, really? French accent. He's great, though. He's, yeah, he's he still good, so weird. but it's a funny French, yeah. yeah. He's Pennywise the clown. So and he's in, it's um, so funny how every Skarsgård is like, yeah, and you can be a villain. Like they're so good at it. Yeah. They just have this this look. Yep. Uh but finished the last episode of three today. That amazing episode in Italy. You could be a wacky scientist or or the villain. You can be naked in Thor the Dark World. <laughs> um and then started four straight away. And I'll tell you why that felt fucking good. But I was I was only sent the first episode. So I heard that yeah, the, the, it's a whole new title sequence for season four. They've actually brought um the song from Entourage is the opening. Well, theme HBO, song yeah, for... you know, times are tough with the uh, oh, merger with Discovery yeah. and Warner Brothers, so oh, they're having to reuse yeah. a lot of uh you know music that they bought the rights for. <laughs> the hey the Perry Farrell, the Hey Fam theme song was just a loop of oh yeah. We were re- that was that like, is funny. That, that is very good. funny. Yeah, yeah. Some of it's really good. It's like thirty seconds of just oh yeah, oh yeah. And then we would just say it for a while. And then, nah, 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 nah. And then we would say hey fam. That's less funny. That wasn't cool at yeah. all. Yeah, that wasn't very Sigma male grind set of us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I'm pleased to report. The Roys are back on their bullshit. I, this is a no spoiler zone. I mean, I can if I want. Embargoes lifted, but I'm not going to do it. Well, don't I kill you? I'd, I'd kill me too. It's just great. It's good to see them all. Um, Spoilers, it's great. The yeah. whole gang's back. They're all just cunts. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it ends with that amazing moment with the, the, the Tom betrayal, remember? In, just in, like, yeah, in season three. Tom, yeah. Tom played that long so, game. Okay, without spoiling it, who, do you, who are you rooting for in this season? Because as fucked as he is, I can't not root for Kendall. Yeah, well, and in a way, I don't. I don't root for Shiv. I don't root, root, yeah. root for. Yeah, you kind I of want Kendall it. to be because he was the guy who was done dirty in the very first. episode. But he's also like because the first episode fucking killed a guy. Of the and whole like, series yeah. is like he's going to be crowned the next yeah. prince, and then he withholds it. And so I guess in a way, he is our protagonist. Like yeah. He, so, but you but remember, I also I root for cousin Greg. Oh, Greg's a scumbag in like yeah. I don't know, and they and they made him. They took him a step step too far, and it's great because he's in just, their last season. So now I'm remember he's trying I... to sue Greenpeace because they got his inheritance, and he's telling people at like events, he's like, "Yeah, I've actually got a beef with Greenpeace. Like, I can't go into it, but uh, I'm I'm actually suing them." <laughs> and like, I do, even though he's just. I don't know. I don't know what makes him slightly not as bad to me as Elias. I root for Tom. Hard. I do too. Yeah, because of the way we. I think it because we see how Shiv treats him. Yeah. Like, Shiv despises him. Yeah. And, he, and, that, and you can tell he, like, loves her or I, the idea I, I, For of a her. while, I was rooting for Shiv, but I guess her treatment of Tom stopped me from rooting for her. Also, in the first season, she's presented as an outsider who's, like, too intelligent to put up with this shit, and then she gets kind of sucked into it. Yeah, and then her politics are closer to mine, you know, ever and, so slightly. And she disregards like, it completely yeah. and just, like, goes yeah. for, you um, know. And, yeah. And then, yeah, um, obviously... Um, Fuck, what's the uh, oldest, oldest? Logan. Oh, Connor. Connor. President. Connor. Like, you uh, know, presidential I'm ro- I root for him to be in the series more because I find him very He's funny. He's just a dipshit. But from a character point of view, like... I, I, He's know. evil. He's terrible. They're yeah. all morons. It's great. But uh, And then and then uh, Kieran Culkin's fucking... What's his Roman. name? Roman. Roman. Uh, I... For a while, it was entertaining to think that, oh, shit, maybe he's going to step then up. Then he sent a dick pic to his dad. And he fucked everything <laughs> When I watched up, that, yeah. I was just like, that moment is insane. Yeah. And he's, like, on top of everything. He's, like, done nothing but kick goals for, like, the last six episodes and then ruins it by texting. That's, like, one of the best moments of that show. Same as, like, one of my other favorite moments is another big Roman fuck-up with the, um, the fucking spaceship exploding. And he just looks at it and <laughs> just doesn't say anything. He's, like, in the toilet, he just watches this, like, entire spaceship blow up. Is that season two? 
Uh, end of one. End of one. At the wedding. Shiv's yes, wedding. Yes, of course. Oh my yeah. God, wedding's so crazy. Wedding. And then that's when like... Uh, of course, the, 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 the car, car crashes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which takes two seasons for him to tell the ki- uh, family about. Oh, God Dude, damn. it's so good. But no, I, I, I'm wanting the, the Roy kids to win. Because remember, they banded together at the end of three. Oh, I never, I've never, ever at any point in the series rooted for Logan. No. I don't want him to win. No, because he's, no, he's, like, he's like, but I, I love anytime oh, he's, he's on screen. He has he's the best so lines, good. and yeah. like he's, it's, it's probably my favorite performance overall. Um, Brian Cox is just because like, he, he's the only character that doesn't make me cringe. Yeah, you're scared of him. You're just scared. I'm of like him. scared yeah, yeah, of him yeah, yeah. when I watch. But it. I don't want him to win. It's, no, it's such, it's such a great but complex. It, it took, it's so much like you know that like the levels of depth of like you remember how it's like oh. You, you wouldn't believe it, but Walter White crosses the line, but you still root for him. Yeah. And now this is like the, I feel like there's no the line. Old, yeah, yeah. It's just, everyone's no, like, it's like, why do you like this character? You psychopath. And you're Roy's. like, I don't know. I can't tell you why, but I do like, but yeah, it took three seasons for the Roy kids to team up. And so I'm rooting for them. Yeah. They're, they're still like, you know, as far as we're aware against daddy, unless of course there's probably some subterfuge going on, which it's succession. So anyone's like, but it, you know, the stakes are high. This is it. It's really good to know this is the final season because you're just like, this is it. Like, there's no more, you know, you can only do so many fake outs or unholy alliances. Speaking of uh, stakes being high, uh, stakes is high by De La Soul. Have you been listening to all the De La Soul albums now that they're on No, streaming? but I've heard some controversies with the samples. A lot of the songs are different, apparently. For I, people who grew up with the yeah. CDs and records. I, 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 I grew up uh, with Three Feet High and Rising. A lot of that the was... samples aren't there. They're recreated. Right. And so a lot of like heads who love the original, like older, <laughs> I was just reading a thread. They were like, here's a thread of all the changes. And like heaps of, one, a couple songs are gone. It's... Well, because they, they, like you couldn't, you, there was no format you could buy them in. Yeah. Because of samples. For, exactly. Like, for almost yeah. a decade. So the, yeah, I guess it's like what they've had to have so done. So it's someone who's gotten used to a version. But no, I haven't. Because Tommy Boy had some shitty dealings with with everyone back in the you know. Also, there was the, no real there knowledge was, exactly, of samples yeah, yeah. or clearance. Like it wasn't really a thing. But so I went through like I grew up with Three Feet High and Rising. I know that album back to front. Uh, clearly not as well as some people because I didn't really pick any of the samples that sounded off. Yeah, I get you hearing. But this is that one with the with the kids. It's a great album, rap album to listen to with the kids because yeah. I think only one song has swearing on it, and it's like a. But what is it? Uh, it's like Prince Paul doing a voice like I love your fucking music. Yeah, that's fine. Um, that's like a that's that's a nice fuck. That's yeah, exactly. Like a, like a, a there's one song when they're talking about their Jimmy, and it's like these kids don't get euphemisms yet. You're fine. No, yeah, especially like from the '80s. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I always I always knew and we're turning too with uh, the death. Right? I know. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, uh, the Trugoy, Trugoy the Dove. Some some say he's the best. I, I think I saw them live twice. There was an era in. I of saw my them live. They opened for Gorillas when I saw Gorillas, and then they performed with. Yeah, Gorillas. but like from like 2003 to like 2006, I guess if a rap act or a rap rapper performed in a, in Sydney, I'd be, was I was there. No, I was just there. Every rap was oh, oh better, yeah. better go see Jungle Brothers. Better go see DJ Cash Money. Better go, better see, go see like Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, better go see the Roots for the seventh time this year. Oh, this came out repeatedly. I hope they don't ever uh, quit touring and join a Tonight Show as a house band. It is so insane that they are Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon's, Fallon's house band. House band, and they got in trouble because they played like "Lion Ass Bitch." It's like like a, like a really obscure soul funk song. How they get in trouble? Like, like someone picked it and was like, "It was like they got him because it was like a um a, a senator came on as guest and so they played oh like as, as the intro music, music, sure, just the instrumental to a and song someone called, listened and was like, bitch. "Wait a minute, this yeah, is a yeah. lion ass bitch." But you're saying lion, someone like snitched. Lion King. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, that's cool, like a song about yeah, wow, King but, of the uh, Jungle. So I did, I did uh, Three Foot High and Rising with the kids, loved it. Went into De La Soul is Dead, which is them. It's like the story of them is so crazy because like everyone referred to them as like the hippie rappers. Yeah. Um, and then so they basically, Dallas All is Dead is like them saying that image. is not. But we don't do that yeah. shit anymore. Like, and so it's like the front cover is like a, a, a like a broken pot plant of yeah, flowers right. in it. Um, and that album has way too many skits, but has so many strong songs on it. And then the, the, the was third like Pink, album is Balloon. What was Pink Skid Era? Do you think like 2000s? CD like early these guys 2000s? paved the way. These guys yeah, paved the sure. way. Dallas Soul paved the way, um, and uh, 
yeah, so I, I, I did like I pretty much just in in a week just listened to Three Foot High and Rising. They um, De La Soul is dead. Then went into Balloon Mind State, which is like they, they went, went way more jazz samples and actually got jazz Sick. musicians to come and like perform live and perform on the um, like there's like saxophone solos, guitar Man. solos on on the songs. Those three albums all produced with Prince Paul, who was always like one of my like I guess yeah tying back into Gorillas when Clint Eastwood came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like I love everything to do with this. I was like fucking. 15 or 16 and i just tracked down every possible link so 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 you, you know obviously he was already a fan of blur who's del the funky homo sapien yeah. rapping on that he's in hieroglyphics he dive into with, that and then you suddenly you're listening to souls of mischief and yeah. other bay area rappers and then who produced it dan the automator well he made deltron 3030 with del the funky homo sapien and uh kid koala is the turntablist on that and before that he made handsome boy modeling school which is his group oh, yeah, prince paul and then prince paul did a uh this is like this is me like my first like true obsession was just tracking down the links through hip hop production because there was a Borders uh, book and CD shop in Hornsby near where yeah. I worked and so, so I would just go there after work and spend all my money on like expensive US import wraps. Oh, that's right, because you could order stuff. Yeah, and so they had no, they had a, just an amazing import section, and, yeah. they, and they had this, they uh, did at the Bondi <clears throat> one I worked at too. Prince Paul did this hip hopera. Which was like a, it's oh, called yeah. a prince among thieves. You know, um, avalanches. Since I left you, there is a sample, and I need to book a flight tonight. Yeah, I, I need to book a flight tonight. That is from the De La Soul song tonight. on Prince Among Thieves. Oh wow! Um, I think the song's called Flight Tonight. Yeah, there's another really, really famous uh, sample off De La Soul is Dead that's been used in uh, another massive rap song. I can't remember what it is though. Um, but uh, Frankie Sinatra. That's it. Um, but but yeah. Um, so they, they did the first three albums with um, Prince Paul. Balloon mm. Mind State is fucking incredible. Sick. I listened to that. And their flows are so good, especially Posta Noose. Like, I guess he's like the frontman, I guess, of, of the group. There's the most recognizable the voice. voice. Um, and I guess also like the image too. He's got the glasses. He's the tall one with the fro. And, um, but then they <clears throat> Balloon Mind State doesn't do very well because it's like jazzier mm. <clears throat> as opposed to funk. Um, and like recognizable. Because like, they're sampling like Steely Dan mm. and shit and Hollow Notes on that first album. This is a lot less recognizable. Um, and then they, they don't work with Prince Paul again for the next album. They produce it all themselves. Jay Diller does a, a beat for the title track for Stakes Is High, which I knew and I love that song. But the rest of the album, it's very boom bappy, which is not my shit. Like, sure. It's very serious. Yeah. And what's so good about De La Soul is how fun they yeah, are. Yeah. Even when they're being like jazzy, it's still like fun and the flows are like a bit off kilter and like cool. How like many that. albums are there? <clears throat> There's so many. They go they go so far downhill after right. Stakes Is High. Um. They, they they did two very commercial, commercially aimed albums where they just never sound right. There's a few good songs on them though. There's a song that uh, is in the movie Made. Hard time running through oh, the city. Oh, Made, yeah yeah, 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 that I really like. We keep but, talking about John Favreau tonight. Yeah, he's he's, he's Lion King. That motherfucker be everywhere. Um, but yeah, man, it, it was crazy. Lion ass. Crazy listening <laughs> to just nothing but De La Soul. And now I'm like going because obviously they're they're you know, they're in um native tongues hmm. which is their big posse with like tribe called quest oh, yeah, so you've been listening to stakes is high um well i've been listening i went back to tribe called quest because yeah, like, i only ever had the an album with can i kick it on it yeah great. was it people's rhythm that last album blah, blah. was amazing yeah too. i like the last album too. Was so good but like i've never i never properly listened to um midnight marauders i haven't either dude that album fucking i know it's like the most basic fucking rap opinion to have it is such a fucking good album yeah but yeah, that and so and now my kids are really into gorillas. Hard not to be, <clears throat> especially Clint Eastwood. They're cartoon characters. How it's could like, you not be? <clears throat> and so we went, we went back and watched all those film clips. Yeah, and it is so baffling that we came so close. We, like after twenty years or whatever, they almost made a, a cartoon series, and then How, they just yeah, didn't. it got cancelled this year. That first the Clint Eastwood film clip. It's amazing. In my opinion, it never gets better than that. Like no. we watched everything. The hat, uh, and, possessing. And when uh, they went 3D animation, it just isn't as good. Like the, 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 the animation is, is so fucking clean. The stylo video is all time with Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's plenty I of great that. highlights yeah, yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. I love the 192000 film clip. Oh yeah, on the uh, um, roller coaster, right? Oh, they like just it's like a hot, weird highway. That's right. Um, I even like some of the more recent songs where it's just like 2D, kind of like walking around. It's like his his mm. animated form walking through California. That's right. That's fun, but. Yeah, for me, like I feel like Clint Eastwood, they, the gorillas peaked so it's hard. Iconic. It's like spooky too that video. And like Archie's obsessed with sampling at the moment and samples. Like his favorite videos are like sample breakdown videos. And oh, so wow. recently it, it was unearthed what gorillas yeah, it was sampled. That old Casio with it was that, just, uh, it's literally just a fucking Zane Lowe preset, and a Casio preset of, on, a, like on, a, on a keyboard. Slightly yeah. sped up though, like faster, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Boom. But but even like the drum fills are in that. It's pretty wild. It was just all on that. Who gave it to him again? Did he say it was like a gift? I can't remember. 
It's on TikTok. Yeah. Look, look up Gorilla's sample. Um, He's happy. But yeah, we hit, we hit that. Um, and then also um, off that, Archie was like, yeah, what what other film clips are cool, Dad? So we watched a bunch of Spike Jones ones. And then I was like, fuck, you know what he's What's my love. age again? Naked no, Blink-182. Um, <clears throat> what's a band who have dog shit songs, but fucking amazing film clips? Like they're known for their film clips and not their music. Um, the, ba- the band's OK Go. I was about to say OK Go. And so I was going to give that like treadmill thing or whatever. They, so they did the treadmill thing, but then they did, they really like, they, like did a Rube onto, Goldberg machine. Yeah, it's like yeah. all these one take film clips. Yeah. And like pretty awesome. Especially when you're like showing them to a kid. They're like, sure. I've never but, seen them. But their music is it's the dog shit. most forgettable. Yeah. It's, it's not even like dog. It's, like, it's just like fake it's just, music. Exactly. It just feels yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Um, Weezer, the AI made did you show them some Weezer early of Weezer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about... Um, uh, the Josie video. That's a classic. <laughs> yeah, that is a classic. I guess I need to Fuck get I the teen genre movie, yeah. t- teen movie genre first. Um, he does love Blink, so that's a good idea. Yeah, I can show the Blink ones are great. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was too much music talk for some of our listeners. So, yeah. uh, look, the, the main topic that I want to talk about on Pay Fans Online oh. is uh, the, and we'll get to it very yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I just want to see it now and get get the get the discussion points out. Okay, there. okay. Um. I think, and, I, and I've been saying for years, you've been saying it's going to happen. Yeah. And I've been saying, no, no way is it ever going to happen. Not because I want it to be around forever, but like I just could never see a world without a constant Canberra run. episode? No, yeah, no, no, no Canberra episode. <laughs> Superhero movies. Oh. You were like, it's this, dead. this fucking, it's, this is the, it's the beginning of the end. I called it, I said after Endgame, it's going to happen. I was like, this is going to happen now. And... I fully believe you now. I think like the fact that uh, Shazam Two is figures. just like Look yeah, at flopping so general hard interest. And, it's like everywhere, and everyone and like not only that, Layman. When you know when Layman are talking about it, yeah, people that aren't white and have podcasts, <laughs> that's when you know it's real. Yeah, um, yeah. The the just like I feel like people like are actively. It's not just film people that are like want to hate these movies. It's everybody. Everyone's just so proud. That's what I mean. Layman that, are to, just to lay like, into yeah. them now. It's crazy, dude. I was speaking about Lexi and I basically exclusively have been talking about it for like three weeks, and I'm like there's this like amazing. It's that Charlie from um, Always Sunny, and it's me, and it's like the with all the red thing, and it's like a picture of like Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. The Rock. <laughs> Um, the Last Jedi, Gamergate, it's just all these things, and it's like it's all together. It's all one big thing. And what's crazy Batman is that like, Superman. It was always about pitting all of the different fan bases against each other, mm. but now it's like, oh, actually, they all suck. Yeah, one hundred. They're all the fucking worst, and it's just we, we would be we richer know- if they had a long break and came back good again. Well, but it's yeah, I can't wait to talk about it in the next episode because because John Wick really cemented it. John Wick is like I told you, man. We had that Top Gun that, and now we're getting these movies post COVID. We're being reminded that like, oh yeah, this is what like, I mean, John Wick's not standalone, but compared to fucking well, I mean, it is in that movies, in that it's just the four movies. Yeah, exactly. It's essentially standalone, but it's and, just and like, like you know if if. And you know what? It's stunts. It's people. Exactly. It's, it's people not. It's doing, like, I mean, these people obviously aren't getting shot blood, with bullets. It's digital blood spurt, spurting out from people's But there's heads, an art form to it. It's yeah. like someone it's chore- choreographed. The choreography yeah. is They're so not good. just getting like, it, it, you know, you, you compare that and I obviously haven't seen it, but you can, I, what, I, what I have seen is the third act of Ant-Man and the Wasp in Quantumania. <laughs> and like- Your you, favorite film moment of the year. You just don't know what's going on in that third, like the pre-visualized, remember how we learned that like pre, they pre before the director generally gets hired and they're just like, here's your final act. Like just the unimaginativeness yeah. of these massive things moving around versus like John Wick, which is also like an extreme genre movie, but made with a care and respect for, you know, a craft that's, you shouldn't be something that is still like, it shouldn't be something that's rare in action movies, yeah, <laughs> but totally. it is <laughs> now it's becoming so rare. One thing I have to ask, and I know I said no spoilers for John Wick, but does anyone wear any nano masks that when they need to talk, they mysteriously <laughs> peel back <laughs> and then come back? Yeah, John Wick is bald, but then he presses the button and then he's he hair, his hair stuff. grows back in his beard. Yeah. Do you reckon like Actually, part there, of, there was so uh, many? I was, I, I was very tired today, and there were so many moments where like John Wick wasn't in it for a while, and then he would appear in the background, and I'd be like, "Oh, Snape!" Oh wait, no, it's just fucking. <laughs> no, it's John Wick. Snape, look out! It's, <laughs> it's Snape. Harry, you're gonna get caught. <laughs> Ten points from Gryffindor. Um. It'd be funny with James Gunn, like uh, Warner Brothers, like, look, 
you got to do the nano suits, dude. And he's like Superman. It's just like dicks. I was thinking about like, yeah, like John Wick never fully jumps the shark. And that's what makes it like. But when it, when it skirts that edge, that's some of the best things exactly. you've ever seen. But it doesn't do like what the, um, Hobbs and Shaw did where it gave, what's his name, superpowers pretty much. Everybody. Even Ryan Reynolds had superpowers essentially. No, but like, what's his name? What's the, uh, oh, uh, the villain? Um, uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. His, his character is like. I'm a black Superman. Yeah, exactly. That line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's shocking. That movie just feels so disconnected from the fast movie, movies. Bro. Yeah, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. But I want, yeah. Um, just because I, the only reason why I'm like <laughs> kind towards that movie is because of the, the the amazing part at the climax at the end when they're like, "Wait a minute, if we work together and put aside our differences, we might just be able to take this guy down." <laughs> Which is like the fucking mo, the trailer, the tagline of this movie. It takes them like two hours to say the the pitch. The cameos in that movie are so weird too. Yeah, it's like Kevin Hart and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and then um, and then uh, they they did, did a DC where they like tease something that's never going to get resolved. Rob Delaney, I think, is another cameo. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. Um, but I'm yeah, fu- I'm the- fucking pumped for Fast Ten though. Oh, dude, it's going to be obscenely good. <laughs> Momoa is just the perfect. That's who I'm most excited same. for. When he looks absurd escape. in it. He looks like he looks like um one of those like uh. LA like Jack Sparrows and some of them just like a guy who's like slightly been smoking ice the night before and is like dressed up as Jack Sparrow trying to like you know we've got to give him five bucks to get a photo with like a bootleg pirate yeah because he's got these like weird <coughs> that yeah it looks amazing but yeah so that's what I want to talk about on PayFam tonight of course we do PayFam as soon know, as we my finish pleasure to talk about that um yeah I just like I feel like finally like it clicked for you welcome to the resistance brother la resistance um and yeah like yeah birds of sorry what's it called i keep thinking it's called birds of prey and that's called shazam 2 what's it called shazam 2 birds of prey shazam 2 joker 2 yeah but we didn't see but um that felt like so freeing to mm. me not seeing it's shazam like an abusive 2. relationship even though like i'm sure it's nowhere near as bad as some of the other shit i've seen i just can't see these movies that make me feel nothing anymore well especially when we know they're about to fucking axe this one well, i don't like, care about that for whatever like a good movie no but i mean like even if now, anything that like, makes me like say you have like 72 days to live you're gonna spend one of those days watching a movie that we've been told like has okay no effect but you know how my brain works like for instance yesterday i was exhausted i got home after my gig at about 2 a.m yeah and i knew i'd have to get up at 7 a.m for the kids but i thought wait hold on a second the e-shop is about to close I better go in, buy in five days. I'm going to go fire up my Wii U and check which Bomberman games are on there. Yeah, absolutely. There were there are four and I yeah. bought all four Good. of them. Will I ever play them? No, no of course I think not. So, and yeah. you'll be able to emulate them easily, but it doesn't <laughs> matter because now you... So yeah, it's, I went to bed at three instead of two yeah, last night. I have, yeah, I have and... zero respect for that behavior. It's fucking... It's what makes me me, baby. I know, I feel for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... We... You know, I have those... But like, that's, like, if anything, like if... I like, have if Shazam thing. two was secretly good, and and the and the universe then ended, it. then I'd be like, I'd be championing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, people talk a little shit about the DC. At least universe, it went out on a high with exactly, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. What a lot of people don't know about is that this. But movie you haven't is had to good. be doing that because all of the cast have. Yeah, it's crazy. Everyone the, involved the in that control. movie is just like, I actually, um, the movie's actually good. Like, I've never seen. Like, what a fucking sick world we're living in at the moment. In this, like. Like twenty four hour, you know, media cycle, and like last week. Don't all... listen to the critics. Listen yeah. to the actors who were in the movie. Yeah, we, who were paid we, to exactly. say this, to pay, pay yeah. to read. Like, it's just sickening. But yeah, so we didn't see the movie. But I want to give a quick shout out to a podcast that did see uh, Shazam two, and they are one of them. One of the hosts is Smodcast. That's right, Kevin Smith's Smodcast. No, uh, it's a it's a podcast called Watch Your Watching. And it's been started by one of our listeners, oh, yeah. Alex. Alexis, Alexis, who goes by the alias of Trashwire. Um, it's it's a hard one to find because there's about ten podcasts called What You're Watching. But if you look up Trashwire um, and What You're Watching, you'll be able to find it. It's a really good podcast. There's like four episodes up. Yeah, so I watched far. that first app. They did like um, a the most recent one is like an Oscars recap with a review of John Wick Four, um, Shazam Two, and um, Alexis has a little bit of Levin's brain going on in that uh, she saw RRR. And then has seen, I think she like officially has seen since RRR came out her hundredth Telugu movie. Yeah, that rules. And just like go like yeah, like a, a, a Telugu series hit Netflix last week, and she Gotta watched watch all of the episodes without getting up. Hundred Telugu films. That's probably like what they release in a week, right? Yeah. It's such a like 
prolific but, like yeah no also, also this fucking movie's like three hours long too hell yeah um that's a lot of fun intermission breaks though but yeah, anyway you can piss check out what you're content. watching it's a very good uh film podcast so they watched uh only one Fury. alexis didn't alexis i think is on the same uh same wavelength as us just, fuck these movies yeah i mean yeah they just needed to take a big old break and we're going to be talking all about it in PayFam tonight. If you want to hear it, patreon.com. I think COVID had a lot to do with its like um, lingering around. Well, everyone was ready to forgive. We'll get to that. Hold yeah. these thoughts. I've got so many thoughts. Also, I want to break down that Ben Affleck interview that came out this week. Yeah, it was great. Was it was a Hollywood Reporter or Variety or something? One of those guys. Actually, I've been invited to his new film, so do you want to come? Argo too. Yeah, this time we're um, Argo and... The, this time he's Greek. <laughs> you know, about... he's just Spanish. And... Yeah. yeah. He's my, my favorite Spanish he's actor, yeah, Boston yeah. actor, Ben Affleck. <laughs> hey, I'm oh. Boston Catholic actor, Ben Affleck. <laughs> That's how I introduced Mark Wahlberg in the meeting. That's good stuff. I'm um, Hollywood Catholic. Catholic. Um, have they? I know Matt Damon's acted alongside Mark Eagle Mark, but has Ben? Big Ben? Was he in Ted too? No. Yeah. I reckon Mark Wahlberg would have a field day in a Kevin Smith movie. It's, it's, yeah, you could see him playing like an FBI agent trying who, to track who, who down calls, like Jay and Silent Bob. Could call Silent Bob a fat fuck. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, listen here. Listen here, Lard. Like, Lard ass. Hey, Lard ass. You need to go to F45. <laughs> Do some of these moves with me. Come Mark, on. Mark Wahlberg telling Jay to stay prayed up. <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah I think they'd get on well. They're both Catholic heads. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Is he? He's not Catholic, is he? Kevin he's given up dogma. Weed. I know, man. We need to talk about that. Yeah, Kevin Smith. I need to get to the bottom of it. Kevin this Smith is, gave up his personality. Well, he gave up like <laughs> what's so interesting? Like the hit stop. We got that's okay. Okay, this shit for free. come listen to us. Patreon.com slash HeyFam. It's going to be an absolute stanker tonight. I can't wait, and I mean yeah. stanking in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five dollars a month is all it costs to get a bonus episode of HeyFam every single week, and we have some very special ones coming up soon. While I'm in Japan, the, read. Uh, uh, we'll tell you all about it next week yeah. But in the meantime Go to patreon.com Slash heyfam Just uh, hit stop <laughs> Hey Bam 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 When you make decisions For your company You look for the no brainers And if you have a lot of mailing to do Stamps.com Is the ultimate no brainer It streamlines your processes To make your business more efficient Which makes you Less busy Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.